one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi everyone, my name is Allison Graves and welcome to Coronavirus in Florida, a podcast of the Tampa Bay Times. This episode was released on Monday, March 23rd. On this show, we'll talk to experts and reporters, share the facts behind the spread of the virus, and discuss what could happen next. Late last week, Governor Ron DeSantis issued an executive order requiring all restaurants to shift to takeout or delivery only. The directive, which was issued shortly after 2 p.m. on Friday, prompted the immediate layoffs of thousands of hospitality employees throughout the Tampa Bay area. Uh, I put out a number of different executive orders today. Uh, one of the ones involved uh, restaurant service in, in Florida. Uh, we had restricted that initially statewide, but did allow limited sit-in as long as they were spaced out uh, enough so that someone couldn't infect someone else. Um, and the thought was that, you know, maybe they get a little more business and can stay afloat. And then sometimes families just need a place to go. The vast majority of restaurants did it. They abided by the restrictions. Some didn't. And it's just the type of thing that, you know, we don't have time to police that. So we're going to take out and delivery only, um, which is, you know, somewhat unfortunate because it's going to be hard for some of these restaurants to survive in this environment. But one... There's no specified time for the restrictions to end other than they will go away when Florida's current state of emergency ends. Restaurants, bars, nightclubs, and other affected businesses across the state, meanwhile, have a tough road ahead. To get a better understanding of this, we're going to talk to Tampa Bay Times food critic Helen Freund today. So, Helen, in your most recent story for The Times, you interviewed several Tampa Bay restaurant owners about this executive order. How have they reacted to this news? Yeah, so, you know, it's been... It was interesting because the executive order came down at like around 2 p.m. on a Friday afternoon. And it was it certainly was a bombshell, but I don't think it was quite as on. You know, I think people at that point were anticipating it. The way that this has rolled out in Florida, which we've been a little bit slower to adapt to this and, to, and you know, restrict certain activities than other states have. And so, you know, this it sort of rolled out like very piecemeal restaurant owners across the board had already taken upon themselves a lot in a lot of cases to close down. Um, some citing like a really sharp decline in business. Some were seeing like a 70 to 80% hit in their sales. Um, but others, and I'd say probably the majority of the restaurant owners I spoke with that decided to close before this order came down was that 
uh, it, it simply wasn't safe or socially responsible for them to continue to like, operate right now. Yeah, that's the big question I had. Like, was that their take that this is not socially responsible or are they just worried about business? But um, so a lot of them have, of course, pivoted to takeout and delivery focused models if they haven't closed down. Is that going to be enough for people to make ends meet? Absolutely not. Yeah, I think that is kind of why this is, you're going to hear the word unprecedented, like thrown around a lot when restaurant owners talk about what's happening right now. And that's absolutely it. This is an unprecedented crisis for the restaurant industry. You know, this is, if you think about it, this is an industry that makes its entire living, its backbone are the customers and that it relies on social gatherings, the Mm -hmm. very thing that we're not supposed to do right now. So you know, part of the effect of this executive order and also uh, in general, just what's happening right now, the economic backlash, it, it, it encompasses it's just layoffs across the board for service workers, um, restaurant, bar, hospitality workers, hotel workers, um, anyone who ha- worked in anything really related to the tourism sector has been hurt really badly for restaurants, especially because they've got such, you know, their margins are so thin as, as is. And, they, you know, having a, a large staff is a considerable amount of overhead. For them, takeout and delivery, is, it, it's a solution for right now. It can get them through some of, the, some of the tough times for the next couple of weeks, maybe. But in the end, it's not enough to sustain the industry. Yeah, and you mentioned how layoffs had really hit the Tampa Bay dining industry pretty hard. So like Richard Gonsmart, he's the president of the Columbia Restaurant Group. He said he was forced mm-hmm. to lay off nearly 1,400 people. If yeah. coronavirus ends, will those people get their jobs back or are these people out of work? You know, that's, gosh, that's a tricky question. But I think that in all cases, restaurant owners, and they, they really want to hire those people back. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Whether they're going to be able financially to do so is another question, and whether they're going to be able to reopen at all is another question. I think um, someone like Richard Gonsmart, who has got you know a fairly sizable um, company and restaurant family, you know they might be able to hire back more people than say your average like mom and pop that simply might not just have enough money to open up again. And also, you know, the time frame here is also because no one. It's also uncertain. That's the other problem is that, like, we don't actually, no one really knows how long this is going to last or go on for, um, how long social distancing um, recommendations are going to be in effect. I've heard, I've heard that, you know, some, some scientists are, are saying that we might have to do this in cycles. So there might be a possibility that we do, you know, two months on and then a month off, two months on and a month off. Um, inevitably like it's just like it's hard to imagine how a restaurant business sustains itself in a model like that right so are there any outliers though like is there any catering company doing a lot of business right now or a takeout takeout restaurant that's hiring or is it all pretty bleak that's really interesting um i think that there will be businesses that make it through this and maybe businesses that will even thrive um i think fast casual is going to do relatively okay i think Mm -hmm restaurants that were already operating on a model that basically meant that their customers were just going to get takeout or delivery will probably fare fairly well. Smaller restaurants with very, very low overhead could also, I think, do do fine. Um, I, there's a couple of restaurants that I've spoke to where it's literally like a husband and wife, you know, a chef, someone running front of the house, and then maybe like one extra employee. Um, 
in those cases, like if they've been operating with something like that already to begin with, mm-hmm. this isn't that big of a shock to them. It's still not great, but it it is manageable. I think, you know, to be positive, I guess, I do think that you're going to start seeing some sort of like, there's a lot of um, real innovative like brainstorming going on right now. And I yeah. think, um, I think we might see the industry rebuild itself, but in a very different way, in a way that maybe we're not, um, we've never seen before. Um, and what that looks like, you know, who knows? <laughs> so is there any relief from the state or federal government coming to help out these restaurants? Do you know? There isn't really a clear sense of how much of that is going to be allocated for restaurant or restaurant workers. Um, I don't think anything's gotten that specific yet. I do know that across the country, Restaurant owners, chefs, uh, service workers, just advocates for the restaurant industry are really actively kind of lobbying and like working together with groups to to get the attention and to sort of try to pass some some type of economic relief package. Um, because I mean, the consensus across the board, from what I've heard, is that without it, uh, the restaurant industry just won't make it. We've seen this happen in a few other states. If, if Florida issues a shelter-in-place order, would takeout and delivery still be allowed? You know, it's hard to say because I do feel like it's been a little spotty and I think other different states have interpreted and these shelter in place orders differently than others. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly also in different countries because, you know, Italy and France have grave similar uh, shelter in place restrictions as well. Um, but I think theirs are slightly stricter than what we've seen so far in the United States. And so it's hard to say what exactly it would look like in Florida, but from what I understand so far, it seems that most places that have a shelter in place um, order right now are still able to do takeout and delivery. Um, I think, you know, I think it's also, you know, it's, it's understanding that beyond grocery stores, people are going to need a way to feed themselves. And so part of that, I think, is still considered an essential business. There's been so many closings with restaurants. There's a lot of restaurants still doing takeout and delivery. How can people get the latest information on their favorite restaurants and how can they find out whether someplace is open right now? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> we have been working on this, uh, basically like a database on that we have online. We've got uh, a tracker where as soon as anyone emails us and tells us, you know, we are, we're closed, but we're doing this or we're doing this kind of takeout. And then we enter it there. So you can pretty much find everything on CanterBay.com. I, I will say there's also a really, I think social media has been a great resource for this. So if you follow your favorite restaurant on Instagram or Facebook, they usually are kind of all over it at this point. Everyone's been pretty good about updating what, what their services are. All right. Awesome. Is there anything else you think people should know? I, mean, I think as much as possible, I think we should try to support our local businesses where we can. Um, at the same time, I think, um, yeah, I think social responsibility right now is important. I think also we need to understand that um, things might change. Like, I, I I, don't know if at some point maybe we won't be allowed to get takeout or delivery anymore. So um, I'd say support them while we can. <laughs> well, Helen, I think this has been a super interesting discussion. Thanks so much for keeping us updated. I know the news is hectic right now. It's, so, it's happening so quickly. <laughs> but, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Well, folks, that does it for today's episode. Remember, for the latest information on coronavirus in Florida, you can visit tampabay.com slash coronavirus. We've also created a Facebook group so you can easily find all of our reporting, ask questions, or share concerns. You can find a link to join that group in the description of this podcast. 
Also, we're officially up and running on almost all podcast platforms, so please subscribe, rate, and review us. It really means a lot. This has been Coronavirus in Florida. Thanks so much for listening. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.